Being a professional isn't about the money you make, the position you hold, your level of expertise or fame. It's the motivation and the attitude you bring to your work. A desire for always learning and improving and balancing your creative output with getting the business done. Welcome and join the Creating Pros. Welcome back to Creating Pros. I'm your host, Jim Nittles, and this week we're diving into a topic that's kind of controversial, but it's something that's going to affect everyone, especially creators in the next few years. I'm hoping it's going to make you look at the world a little bit differently and everything that's going on around you. And that question is this, is artificial intelligence, or more specifically, the product of AI, can an artificial intelligence create art? Well, as the HAL 9000 saying, you can't spell artificial without art. Okay, so bad jokes aside, this is not a new question, but it is getting a lot more complicated. So let's talk a little bit about what is called artificial intelligence art. And it's any piece of creative work. Uh, if you know anything about it at all, you've probably seen AI created digital art. Uh, we've seen projects like OpenAI's DALI project, uh, Google's Imogen and Party projects, uh, Microsoft, a lot of these companies are creating their own digital art products right now. We're also seeing a lot of things like consumer-facing projects, Stable Diffusion. If you're on Discord, you might have been playing with MidJourney. Uh, if you're on your phone, you're probably playing with the Wonder app. There's a lot of these out there that are becoming a part of everyday life. We've also seen a lot of the other kinds of technologies that fed into this, like things that are producing what are now called deepfakes, where maybe you merged your face onto... Uh, you know, into the middle of a pop star that's on a music video or into a film clip. Well, more than all of that, artificial intelligence is creating music. It's writing. It's creating fiction and nonfiction. It's creating screenplays. AIs are being actually creating their own short films. Aided by robotics, AIs are sculpting. They're carving. They're creating physical paintings. They're sketching. They're doing drawings. Artificial intelligence is being used to craft the news. Uh, it's doing copywriting. It's creating artificial images of people that are indistinguishable from living people. Uh, China even rolled out an AI likeness and voice to deliver the news as a presenter. And they rolled that out in 2018. AI-generated art just won the digital art category at the Colorado State Fair. And that's now triggered a lot of debate around this question. Is artificial intelligence, art, art. And it's going to bring up a lot more questions later as we go along. Now, all of these recent developments are making this discussion even more critically important. And it potentially is going to affect us not for the next year, the next 10 years, but potentially for generations to come. What does artificial intelligence mean to the future of art and creativity? Also, what does it mean to the future of media? And I know a lot of you are probably thinking this, that all of these AI creations so far are very derivative. They're based on existing works that are just taken, run through the shredder, and they put something else new out the door. We'll hold on to that thought. Let's go back to the original question for the moment of, is it art? And let's start by defining what is art? And I'm going to start that with the Oxford Learner's Dictionary and their definitions. The first definition here is the use of imagination to express ideas or feelings, particularly in painting, drawing, or sculpture. Uh, a next definition here is examples of objects such as paintings, drawings, or sculpture. Uh, the skill of creating objects such as paintings and drawings, especially when studied. 
they're subjects that you can study at school or college. Uh, they are an ability or a skill that you can develop with training and practice. Well, as we go along, we're probably going to see that AI-driven art meets all of these criteria. And the only one that kind of becomes a question is the idea and use of the imagination. So again, that's one of those ideas to hold on to. Let's take a look at the Merriam-Webster definition of art. It's a skill acquired by experience, study, or observation. Uh, it's an occupation requiring knowledge or skill. It's the conscious use of skill and creative imagination, especially in production of aesthetic objects or works or things that are so produced. And last, decorative or illustrative elements in printed matter. Well, again, the one big question that comes out in the definitions is the idea of consciousness, the idea of imagination in the production of these works. So was this really helpful? Um, well, let's start with the arguments that AIs can't create art and they're not creating art. Well, one of the first th things that comes up is it's not original. It's derivative. It's based on the AI studying, sampling, and creating something based on existing work. In other words, derivative. Well, every student of the arts, whether you're a writer, painter, whatever the case may be, musician, you are a study and a student of, a fan of, and influenced by the work that came before you. Um, other times, you might have been forced to study something that didn't resonate with you. You didn't like the music. You didn't like the work. But again, there was something in it that you were able to learn from. Um, this is often a critical discussion as well in intellectual property circles. At what point is something um, influenced by and at what point does something become a complete and original work? And we're going to talk a little bit more about the intellectual property implications here as well. So the next argument is this, and we, we saw this with the definitions. It's not a product, product of the creator's emotions. It's not based on the years they spent under the tutelage of masters or under the tutelage of you know, professionals, professors. They were not apprenticing on this. There's no imagination behind it. Um, it's simply a tool that goes out and looks at the work of other people. And the argument is that it wasn't created by a living being full of hormones and life experiences. Well, in a commercial world, we often see things that are not necessarily uh, something that's produced because of the emotional desire to see the art created, other than the paycheck that goes with it. Um, but yet, even so, a lot of these things may be considered art. Um, and also, we look at the fact that AI-driven art has, has the ability to produce an emotional response and an emotional reaction in those of living people. So where does the line start to blur here? You know, what also about the idea of most AI-driven art is coming because a person is behind that prompting the creation of that work. Now, another thing that comes up that's also based on this is all these AIs are doing is going out there and stealing the work of others to create a facsimile. And again, this is something we're going to talk a little bit more about in detail. Well, if we go with the idea that potentially it is art, well, what are the arguments for it being art? Well, the first here is that AIs and machine learning imitate the processes and tools that we as living beings, including all of humans, use to learn. Uh, it goes through, we've also seen a lot of AIs are taught using the same sorts of tools that we use to train animals. Uh, we see a lot of these kinds of things that are used 
where the AIs are learning with the same tools and processes we do. So they're students. It's just a different technology uh, or a different kind of an entity that's being taught. The next idea is that with all this teaching and learning going on, AIs now have the ability to adapt and develop beyond the individual components and learnings. Uh, in other words, the sum is greater than the whole. You know, we've seen things, for example, like at Google, the AIs develop kind of their own language to talk to each other. Uh, again, going back to that idea of the emotions. Well, the AI-driven art has triggered real human emotions and reactions to the people looking at it and studying it. And there actually have been some studies and work done now that AI-generated art may almost be too good at invoking emotion and triggering people and drawing out those reactions. It's almost too masterful and too pure and too in the ways that it's being done and developed. This is going to be one of those things that really does trigger a lot of development over the coming years. And a lot of that ability comes from the fact that the AI is able to go out and study and pull in learnings from a multitude of different genres, to pull things from a multitude of different styles, different time periods, and pluck those things that even if we as people don't necessarily know and recognize that this is why we're moved by a particular painting or moved by a particular song, it can go and say, ah, I recognize this. This is something I need to include in the work. Uh, another thing is this. Most AI art is still being done at the prompt and creation of a human being saying, I want something. Uh, you're going out there and putting in certain parameters. You're putting in certain drivers. And then a human being is still making the selection as to which of those pieces and creations are the ones that are going to be shown and saved. Uh, it's also a human being that goes out there and potentially may still take that and do something else with it. So there is still a degree here uh, at least for now, of human beings giving inspiration to the creation of this work. If we go now and make the assumption that AIs potentially are creating what we're going to consider art, well, what are the problems with this? Well, there's actually potentially a lot of them. One of the first things that a lot of people in the business are going to say is, I'm concerned about AIs going out and replacing what I do. Are AIs going to go out and replace artists and creators and musicians and filmmakers? Um, well, we're already seeing some of this in the marketplace. We're seeing AI art come out and be introduced as cover art or being introduced as part of filmmaking, a lot of other things. Um, what about music? Well, we're seeing AIs creating, in essence, hit music. Um, it's being used to create and drive backbeats, things like this. Now, in my opinion, we're probably going to see AI-created art become a regular part of many creative processes. Like now, we see a lot of CGI in film. You know, if we go back to the early days, it was really obvious that it was CGI and animation. But as, and there were a lot of questions back then about what will be the future of CGI in, in art and film. Well, now it's part of the standard. And in fact, we've incorporated CGI into all the different superhero movies, but also we've incorporated it into a lot of day-to-day -day film where now you're able to create backdrops and backgrounds or change eye colors, hair colors, fix small problems in film using CGI 
in ways that most people wouldn't notice. Now, is this going to take away the ability of creators to make a living and to earn from their work? In some cases, I think yes. But overall, what I really expect to happen is that this is just going to become another part of the toolbox. Um, artists, especially digital artists, are going to be able to go out there and potentially use AIs to create the initial starting point and then build from there. Uh, I think that you're going to find a lot more use of this in music where AI-driven and AI-created um, backbeats or rhythms, things like that, are going to be much more commonplace and part of the music creation process. <clears throat> All of that being said, I still expect AIs to create a lot more options and productivity and something that inspires a lot of artists. But at the end of the day, AIs, at least now, still don't have that ability to have the nuance and the creative essence to deliver art and creativity in the same way that we currently see. The second, and what I think is one of the biggest challenges, is something you're going to hear me talk about a lot. And that is how intellectual property and IP law is going to be affected by AI art. And there's several things to unpack here. The first and one of the largest questions is going to be a matter of who owns it? Who can determine what happens with an AI-created work? Well, there's several possibilities. The first is that the person who submitted the prompts, uh, created the parameters for the image, selected the tool, selected the work, uh, all that sort of stuff is going to be the owner. So in other words, if I go out onto, say, mid-journey and I create something out of that, that's going to be my work from here on out. Well, this is the least likely scenario as the industry and the law case develops. Now, I think that this is going to be one of those things also that is a big, it depends. And this feeds into the second and what I think is probably the most likely scenario is that the work is going to actually belong to the owner and the operator of the AI system. Uh, now, people are already talking about this idea that by using someone's tools, technologies to create a work, this is almost a work for hire type scenario. And the way that the ownership or then the ability to use it will be determined is by the user agreement, the user license, the EULAs. What did you agree to when you went and checked that box for all those parameters you didn't read? Well, I'm going to suggest if you think you're going to now start using that work as cover art or uh, art for a music cover or something along those lines, you need to go study and understand what you've already agreed to before you try to go use that in a commercial sense. Now, the third, and I think this is also potentially very likely, is going to be that the images automatically fall into the public domain. Now, this may be because the EULA agreement says, hey, we created it. We're doing this as part of an experiment. This is all social experiment. It's a technological experiment. Anything that's created out of this is available not only to the creator uh, or the person that prompted it, but it's out in the public domain. Now, one of the other arguments for it going straight into the public domain is because about truly the ownership of it and the, in the final creator here wasn't human. So there's a lot of questions here around this. And again, I still think the most likely scenario is going to be that the AI system owner is the owner and can determine what happens with their tools. Now, there is one other possibility that probably is going to be laughed at by a lot of people, and that is the idea that the AI itself is the owner. The AI in the system owns it. And as we see AIs become more intelligent, as case law develops, it becomes more complicated, 
as we start to see artificial intelligence starting to create and have more cognitive capabilities, it's going to create a lot of complexity on who who can, who has, who has the right to make decisions. And at some point, is that AI conscious? Does it have intentions? Does it have influence beyond its initial programming? There's a lot of complexity here. Now, in my opinion, at least based on where we are now, this still likely flows back into that idea of work for hire. And the person that owns and operates the AI system is going to be the ultimate owner and the one that can determine what happens with their tools and what happens with the ultimate productive work. And so as you can see here, there's already a lot of implications here. And like any new technology, it's going to take time to flow through how we as society view these things and how the law looks at it and views them. Now, there's another question here. What about the idea of the artists whose work is being sampled, whose work is being used to go out there and create the new work? Uh, for example, there's an experiment done where, and it's really funny if you haven't looked at it, the scripts of a lot of hit, uh, of hit movies were pulled into the system, analyzed, and they said, hey, spit us out the next hit movie. And you can see that the AI has a sense of humor. Um, you can see that there's a lot of it trying to reason out and say what's going on. But again, this is early stage. Uh, I think that, again, when we look at things like this, nuance is something that AIs don't currently have in a lot of ways. But in other ways, we're seeing them, especially when you look at digital art. It may not be intentional, but we're seeing nuanced interpretations come out because of how the AI looks at what it's being done in sampling. Well, the question becomes, whose rights are being, are, are the creator's rights being violated for the person who created that original work? Let's say that I'm a photographer and I take a picture and all of a sudden a picture I took becomes a significant part of the background. Uh, let's say that a script I wrote, let's say that significant portions of that or the ideas were used to create a new AI created script. Who owns that? And can I, as the creator, sue for the violation of my rights? Well, there's already a degree of this headed towards the courts. Uh, now, there's a lot of other questions and other complications that are coming. But looking at just these couple of ideas, you can start to see that this is not just as simple as I'm going to jump onto a platform. I'm going to crank in a couple of prompts. I'm going to spit out a piece of art here and I can do anything I want to with it. There's going to be a lot of debate and discussion about this. And for my artists and creators out there, there's going to be a lot of question around what do you own, especially once it's done and created. But let's go back to my original question. So is artificial intelligence art? Art. Well, has long been you know, an argument. There's even a long philosophical standing argument about what is art. Art's subjective. You know, ultimately, at this point, AIs are still the product of human beings and human intelligence. We're the ones that are asking AIs to create for us. Yes, they're learning. They're developing beyond what we're telling them. But again, we're still doing a lot of the work to contribute here. AIs are modeling their work based on human works, at least so far. Now, I don't think it's a much of a stretch to expect that somewhere in the next few years, it's going to become a lot muddier question as to how far is this based on human work and how much of it is just human works being used as influence. 
so I want to kind of close out by looking at this question. And because art is both an art and a science, uh, there's a lot of philosophy around art. I think this is one of the beautiful parts that when we look at written word, music, a painting, these things have the ability to make us reflect or look at experiences, and all of us are going to experience it diff uh, very differently. And so there's a big philosophical argument around art. And with the there's one particular essay I went through and read that I really think kind of sums up a lot of this. And in the Stanford uh, in uh, the Stanford Encyclopedia of Philosophy, there was an article written by Thomas Ajian uh, titled "The Definition of Art." And I think it summarizes this question um, and it sums it up in the, in the article itself with a quote from Kendall Walton. And it's not at all clear that these words, what is art, expresses anything like a single question to which competing answers are given or whether philosophers are proposing answers are even engaged in the same debate. The sheer variety of proposed definitions should give us pause. One cannot help wondering whether there is any sense in which there are attempts to clarify the same cultural practices or address the same issues. And to me, what this really goes back and says, we're not sure what art is, but we know it when we see it. And again, that goes back down and falls down to who is the observer? And I think this is the big question, is it's not necessarily who it was or how it was created, it's how we perceive it to say, is it art? Is it not? In my opinion, yes, at least some AI created art is actually art. And this makes all of this discussion a lot harder, but also a lot more important for us to explore and answer the questions that we talk about today, as well as a lot of other questions that are going to be coming up over time. I do believe that the greatest value of these tools, and I do look at AI as a tool, at least today, but the value of these tools is going to be to help us explore art in new ways. Uh, it's going to help us explore what moves us. It's going to help us understand art and the creative process. Like a lot of other tools, it's going to be something that helps us learn and take the work from the past, uh, help us understand those influences to go and create the next works for the future, at least for now. Uh, so everybody, get to work. We'll see you next week and go play with some of these tools. We'll see everybody again soon.